Change is coming for the Youth Olympic Games. I'm Ed Hula with this edition of Around the Rings Radio. The Youth Olympic Games began in 2010 with the promise of boosting interest in the Olympics by young people as well as developing elite young athletes. While they were originally envisioned as a way to bring smaller-sized cities into the role of playing Olympic host, the summer version of the Youth Olympic Games has gone from Singapore to Nanjing, China, to Buenos Aires in 2018, all of them big cities with populations of many millions. And along with the Summer Youth Olympic Games, a winter version of the event has been held in Innsbruck and Lillehammer so far, with Lausanne holding the 2020 edition. But now plans for the next Summer Youth Olympic Games are on hold. Those were originally scheduled for 2022, while the IOC comes up with a new formula for the event based on the recommendations of Olympic Agenda 2020 and some decisions of the IOC session in Rio de Janeiro. The Youth Olympic Games fall under the responsibility of IOC Olympic Games Executive Director Christoph Duby, who joins us by phone from IOC headquarters in Lausanne to talk about the changes. Hello, Christoph. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Ed. Pleasure to be with you. A little background on the changes for the Youth Olympic Games. I think it's one of the unreported developments out of the IOC session in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, a list of, of five general recommendations. Uh, what was the thinking behind making this, these recommendations? Who made these recommendations? Uh, well, Ed, uh, first let's go back to the, uh, to the process itself and how, how it, it was kicked off. Um, you started with an introduction of what the, the vision and mission for the YOG would be, and you went back to uh, when the decision was made, actually, in, uh, in 2007. And it's fair to say that this vision and, and mission were very broad at the time. And pursuant to the, to the uh, delivery of the four first editions, uh, there was a call for a review of, of the YOG, which was decided in context of Agenda 2020, and the decision was made in Monaco to create a, a tripartite commission to look into the YOG for the future and what needed to be reviewed, including, and that was the, uh, the, the mission for, the, for this commission, including to refocus the mission. So we, uh, we gathered around, um, uh, around this project all the expertise we could coming from uh, the, the various stakeholder side of uh, the, the Olympic movement. So uh, we, we had a very uh, broad consultation and a working group with, with, uh, which came up in the end with those recommendations that were adopted in Rio. And you say stakeholders. Who were involved? You had federations, national Olympic committees. Who else was involved? Indeed. Yes. Uh, we also had a consultation with uh, previous organizers, uh, with, with previous bidders. We had also in the working group uh, some of our commercial partners, uh, representatives, in order to make sure we can, we can look at uh, what, what we have uh, from each and every angle. So uh, no stone unturned in this process. So it was a big group indeed. Now the idea of bringing the Summer Youth Olympic Games to cities which cannot host the Olympic Games, that is spelled out in these in these recommendations what what does that mean no longer any more big cities for the summer youth olympic games 
Well, it says it says creating more opportunities for including big cities, but those that would not necessarily be in a position to host a, a mega event, to host the YOG. So it's reviewing at all components, including the service levels, the requirements, all requirements, the operational assumptions, to make sure that if a smaller city intends to bid, it has the capacity to do so. So the general principle of what I described have been adopted. Now, uh, it's going to be up to uh, us, that is the IOC management, to look into how to respond to this general intention to make the requirements simpler to achieve. So that's the work that that is beginning as of we speak, as of now. Now the next summer yog were to be in 2022. That is not uh, going to be the case. What is the the timetable or the schedule? How will this be implemented for the next phase of bidding for the summer yog? So it's going to be 2023, Ed. Time for us to review all the documentation. We have um, an extensive documentation that that, uh, needs to be reviewed in the context of new service levels, new requirements. And that means starting with the host city contract alongside all the technical documentation that will need to be fully reviewed. And to do this will take a little bit of time and we'll launch the process then uh, in, in 2018 for um, an election in, in 2019. So that's what we have ahead of us, which in fact is not a long time because it, it, uh, it, it gives us the end of 2016 and 2017 to, to do this work, which again will be uh, very detailed, very thorough, and has to be with the collaboration of, of every stakeholder. So when we consider the work ahead, there is quite a lot to do. Well, you mentioned an election of a, of a host city. Will the campaign for the Youth Olympic Games be the same? I understand that the IOC wants to take a more directed approach towards finding a a suitable city for the Youth Olympic Games and not necessarily wanting to see a a campaign among a number of cities for the uh, for the event. Yeah, you are you are absolutely right. We have called uh, this process a competitive dialogue, which uh, would be uh, uh, to, to target potential young hosts and make sure that we enter into discussions and negotiation with a selected number of of cities and primarily those that that could not host the games, uh, that that was the intention behind, but also make sure that there is not necessarily a full campaign. So it would be more a set of requirements that are provided to the cities and then those cities would explain to us what is their project behind to meet those requirements. So it gives them much more flexibility to respond to what is needed for their city, their context, and how to best serve the interest of the participants and the entire Olympic family. So when will the actual, if you, will, will there be then a actual campaign, or will the IOC say, out of all of these cities we've talked to, we would prefer the games go here, and this is what we'll bring to the IOC session for approval. Well, what, what we have at that point in time are the general intention. We want to shorten the candidature phase. It would be six months uh, for, for this dialogue that I just described to take place, and then no presentation necessarily to, 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 the, uh, to the session. Uh, it, it would then be uh, probably, probably, I say, a presentation 
by an evaluation commission and a decision or a selection by the IOC session. But those details need to be ironed out, uh, uh, Ed, and, and this is the work that, that we have to do, bring those answers to what are the main intention at that point in time. And again, to repeat myself, it is the competitive dialogue with a, a candidature phase of about six months to come up with the right project for the city that will meet the, uh, the, the interest of, of all the, uh, the stakeholders involved, including within the Olympic movement. And what about the actual program for the Summer Youth Olympic Games? What kind of uh, changes, adjustments is, is, is being anticipated by the changes? Well, uh, one, one of the ideas to review the format of the event, possibly create two waves. The intention being that if you rotate the, the number of athletes you have, uh, first you can, you can process, and excuse me for, for the term, but process more athletes and make sure you have uh, a, a, a different uh, age groups that are able to participate so you, you wouldn't sacrifice any athlete's generation, so you want to make sure that in two waves you can, you can process more athletes through the system. We also want to make sure that we have enough athletes for meaningful competition in each of the events that is on the program. So to, to do that, we have to review the format of the events, look at the full program, see whether we keep everything, see whether we have to cut some of the events, but to allow for those that do remain to have more participations, and again in two waves, to cover a broader scope in terms of age groups. But this would include, though, still all of the sports on the next Summer Olympic program? With uh, the possibility for the cities to present a program that would not include every sport if they don't have any option in terms of sport venues. And this is something you remember probably already applied in, in the past, including uh, for the 2020 winter yog, where none of the two cities had a possibility to offer a sliding center uh, in, in close vicinity to their cities. So there we, we had asked at the time that the bidding for the two is made without the sliding spots. So you have this possibility for the future, and it will be maintained indeed. Now, what about the Winter Youth Olympic Games? Uh, do these recommendations have any impact on that event? Yes, yes, uh, they, they do. They will apply in full. Uh, what we are currently discussing with Lausanne is which one of all those recommendations would make sense. And if you look at, and I don't know whether, whether you've, you've had access to, to the full documentation, Ed, and this is definitely something that I would be happy to share, but... Um, in the refocus of, uh, of, of the event on a, a, a better identified target groups, one of the things we need to do is to limit the number of activities, especially those in education and, and uh, culture areas, to those that are really meaningful for the elite athletes to start with and then the local youth. So it means that if we do that, we'll probably have a little bit less than we had, for example, uh, in Lillehammer, but at the same time more focused and with probably a better impact. And if that can apply to Lausanne, so let's do it. Let's work with, with Lausanne on implementing some of those uh, recommendations. So we have to do this work to select out of the entire document 
those that would make sense in Lausanne. Now, if we re recall the, the Nanjing Youth Olympic Games included sports that we are going to be seeing uh, for the first time in Tokyo. I think sport climbing was a demonstration, part of the sports laboratory there, uh, skateboarding as well. Uh, how will the Youth Olympic Games continue to be used as an incubator, a, a place to try out new things before they go on to the Summer Olympics? Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's a very important point you are making here. One of the, uh, the recognized success of, of the YOG is definitely their, their capability to, to catalyze uh, innovation and to test. And this was really reinforced. And the message we, uh, we have passed to the IOC session, and that will have to be applied by the various stakeholders, is use the platform to develop and to test. So that's definitely one of the, uh, the, the, the fundamental dimension. Innovation through the YOG is something we have to continue to invest in. We've been talking with Christophe Duby, IOC Executive Director of Olympic Games, about the changes coming to the Youth Olympic Games. Thanks very much for joining us today, Christophe. Ed, thank you for the opportunity. Always a pleasure. This is Around the Rings editor Ed Hula. Thanks for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio. Good day.